0: Good morning my friend, Preacher John up here at Moorhead and Table Mesa. This is uh, Table Mesa, Moorhead, I'm on the other side of the street today, I just lifted my banner just a few moments ago, it's uh, probably, uh, I don't know if it's 11 o'clock yet, anyways I put a timestamp stamp on my videos, just so you know the date and time I get to some place or approximately, but uh, I just wanted to say good morning. I hope everything's going well in your life, we had a good class this morning. Uh, We'll have another one tomorrow, praise God, Uh, Lord willing. And we had one on Friday. So uh, God's the same today, yesterday, and forever, or however that goes. Uh, He doesn't change. He's the same. Uh, We change, unfortunately. But uh, hopefully we change for the better, not for the worse. (laughs) So so, uh, just keep looking to God, looking to Jesus Christ. That's what it says. God bless you on this. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, I lifted this banner. This is my 2023 banner. Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, take away the sin of the world. Uh, In two more weeks, we lift uh, the new banner. Uh, It has a different message and a different season. So let me put this down. I'm gonna do my scripture short for the morning, for the day, and then I'll do our street sermon. All right, so we'll see in a few moments or whatever. (laughs) Okay, I love you, man. Welcome to the channel. Welcome to uh, Boulder, Colorado. Welcome to uh, Table Mesa and Moorhead uh, is where I'm at today. This is, uh, what is today? Today is Monday, December 18th, 2023. Let's begin in prayer. So Lord, I thank you that we can come to the place where you told us to go to, where you showed us to go to. Uh, Oftentimes, uh, we see a vision of us standing someplace, and that's where we need to go. When you show us in our spirit, uh, maybe not the words, maybe we don't hear your word speaking to us, but you gave us a a image, a picture or a vision or a dream, whatever, uh, where you want us to be at. And that's like today. Uh, I saw myself standing here on this side of the street doing this here, and I'm exactly in the middle of the dream or the vision or the image that you showed me. And I just say thank you, Lord, that you've given me the willingness and the obedience and the clarity in my spirit to see you exactly Uh, what I need to see and do, all that kind of stuff. Anyways, I pray, Lord, that you can give that to others too, that they can see where they need to be uh, and hear what they need to be doing and understand in their heart what they need to be doing for the kingdom of God, all to the glory of God the Father. In your name, Jesus, we humbly pray. Amen. Amen. All right, so praise the Lord. We start our sermons in prayer. Sometimes we pray during the sermon and we pray at the end of the sermon. So there's at least two prayers in every sermon that we do. Oftentimes there's three and sometimes there's four. You know, Same way in our classes and everything we do, we're all about prayer. Uh, We seek first the kingdom of God. Preaching sometimes is is not actually seeking the kingdom of God. That's really ministering to people when we preach. But when we pray, we're not ministering to people, we're ministering to God. So even in our sermons, we're demonstrating to seek first the kingdom of God, sort of like that. Then what what happens next? Then God provides all the things that we need. God provides the sermon that we need. God provides the people that we need. Uh, God provides whatever it is that He sees that we need. A lot of times, we don't know what we need. Many times, before we ask, God knows what we need. And so our trust and our dependence must be on God as a believer. But if you're not a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, you know that if you die tonight, you know for sure, you just know for a fact that you wouldn't go to heaven if you died tonight, then you need to be praying. You need to ask Jesus to save you. You need to pray and believe that you receive. Pray and believe that you receive. That's faith. You come to Jesus Christ by faith. It's not by works. It's not some payment system you have to pay. There's not some duty that you have to do to receive salvation. You just believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And in your believing, you receive. And in that believing, what you're actually doing is you're changing your old belief system into a new belief system, so to speak. You're repenting, in other words. That's what the King James, that's the religious term used, the Bible term used, is to repent. Repent is to turn from that old belief to a new belief. And that takes faith. Doesn't take some mental ascension. Doesn't take figuring it out. You'll never figure out a way to get to heaven. That's just never ever happen. I don't care what you think, it'll never work. The only way to heaven is through the door of Jesus Christ. That's the only door there is. There's not 18,000 doors in the world. There's only one single door. And that one door is open to every single person on planet Earth. That is alive. That is born of blood and water. In other words, a person, male or female, or whatever you think you are. All right? And you, you pray by faith. Mark 11:24 24 says, when you pray, believe that you receive. Mark 11:24. 24. Let's read that real quick. That's come to my mind. I use this a lot. Mark is in the Bible. <laughs> Mark 11, 24, someplace. Uh, let me find it here. Mark 11. Uh... Whoops. Did I mess up? Uh, I don't know. Oh, I'm in the book of Luke. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's why I didn't find it. Mark 11:24. Wrong Bible. I mean, wrong book of the Bible. There's 66 of them in the King James Bible. Mark 11:24. 24, therefore I say unto you, this is Jesus speaking to you, man. It's not me, it's not my interpretation of the Bible. It's not the way I read it. This is word for word that came out of Jesus's mouth and it was recorded, all right, for all to see. Some can see it and not really see it. Some can hear it and not really hear it. So I'm asking that you see and you hear and then you kind of get a heart to understand what Jesus is trying to tell you I are received it I've been living this way for most of my life but uh, many have it I'm talking about you who have not been saved so verse 24 uh, says here this is what Jesus said therefore I Jesus Christ say unto you Jesus is the Word of God saying to you <laughs> all right let me go back again verse 24 therefore I say unto you what things soever you desire now listen to that when you pray Believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. That's verse twenty four. That's how you get saved. You know, you don't you you you, you pray believing that you will receive it. And that belief is in your heart. It's not in some outside source. It's not in your finger, it's out in your head, it's not down in your boot, it's in your heart, down in your spirit, down inside of you, your gut, I guess you could say. You know? It says here, one more time. Therefore. I, the Lord Jesus Christ, say unto you, my friend, who's listening, I'm the mouthpiece of God, and we're all. I'm just reading His words, so I mean, uh, you know, however you want to look at that. It says here, therefore I say unto you, what things, what things? There's not a criteria to that. What things? And salvation is a thing. It's a thing to do. You know, it's just, it's what you do. I was 20 years old when I prayed this and believed to receive Christ. And I just said, Jesus, (laughs) that's what I said. I said, Jesus, if you're real, here I am. I didn't know Jesus was real. How am I supposed to know Jesus is real? I couldn't see him, couldn't shake his hand, couldn't give him a hug, couldn't hear him. I didn't know he was real. I mean, I just didn't know. And that was what came out of my mouth. Jesus, if you're real, here I am. But if he wasn't real, he wouldn't show, I don't know. That's what came out of my mouth. I've never heard anybody else say that. I've heard kind of similar things to that, because oftentimes when you come to Jesus, you don't know if it's real or not. But you're hoping within your heart, you're really, really hoping it is real, that it's true. And God prove himself. He said, now prove me now herewith. He prove me, test me. See if I will uh, open the windows of heaven and pour out salvation in your life. Things like that, salvation. Salvation, save from what? Save from the second death. Everyone on the planet experiences the first death. Death number one. Everyone. No one is exempt. Everyone experiences a... And I know there's a couple instances in the Bible. I'm not talking about that. That's an that's a unusual situation. All right? And then uh, after that first death, if you're not saved from the second death then you will experience the second death. And what is that? That is when you approach the judgment seat, God's gonna show you what he's gonna do to you next. But first he's gonna reveal to you your life and why he's gonna send you to the lake of fire. And the last thing he's gonna do, he's gonna ask an angel, for example, is is his name in the book? Now God knows that. Is his name in the book? And the angel's gonna say, no sir, his name is not found written in the book of life. Then God's gonna say, depart from me. I don't know who you are never known you don't know you you're out of here and he cast you to the lake of fire for eternal damnation fire that never quenches that never goes out fire and brimstone never goes out there's a whole story there and you don't have to believe that but if you die without jesus you're going to believe it then and now it's too late you can't say dear god give me a second chance sorry i gave you your whole life a lot of preachers you're here on the channel watching me right now. God gave you this video. God gave you this mic mouth preacher. But you're not doing anything. What are you going to do? You know? What are you going to do? Boy, it's going to be a great day up there. It's up to you. It's not up to God. He's given it to everybody. God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that if you believe on Him, He'll give you eternal life. He'll give you everlasting life. You'll never die. you will have eternal life right now. Right now, this moment, you'll receive eternal life. You'll never experience that sting of death. No, you'll live forever. Amazing. God will clean you up. He'll take all those filthy habits away. He'll take all those bad thoughts away. He'll change your life. The Bible says you'll become a new creature in Christ. The Bible says that the just shall live by faith. They walk by faith. They justify And then the Spirit of God will come around you, fill you up, and sanctify you, wash you clean, and you'll just feel so good about yourself. I um, mean, you, you, your people will see. They say, what happened to you, man? i, I got Jesus. <laughs> i got Jesus, man. I'm saved. Yeah, right, Dad. No, I'm really, something happened. I'm changed. He says, I know you can see it, but, you know, what's going on? And you'll be a changed person. You won't be the same. And so you just, for the rest of your life, you just keep saying, thank you, Lord, for saving me. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Thank you for bringing me to heaven. And you thank Him the rest of your life. And in that Thanksgiving, he'll continue to pour his love into you. And then before you know it, you're loving people. It's an amazing lifestyle to live. I've been living that way for 50 years. Next, next, Next year, in six more months, seven more months, whatever it may, it'll be 50 years that I've been doing this, living this way. And I was changed in a twinkle of an eye. I was changed in a millisecond from what I was to what I am now. And it was the most spectacular thing that ever happened in my life. And I can still remember it like it happened yesterday morning. Yeah. It just, you know. So it's up to you. All right. So uh, let's pray again. So, Lord, I thank you that you're saving people right now as I've spoke. The people, they may see this recording of this sermon uh, six months from now. You may lead them to this video for some reason. I don't know. And uh, they pray. And they receive you, Lord. So I thank you, Lord, that uh, you're adding to your church daily such so as should be saved. And you're saving so many people, even today, Lord, on the street. I don't know who's getting saved, but you know who's getting saved. And all the hosts of heaven rejoice over one sinner that repents and turns to Christ. I thank you, Lord, that hosts of heaven, the angels of God are rejoicing, even today, even today. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. In your holy name, hold on to him, Lord. And I rebuke the devil, that foul devil, who wants to steal that seed that's just been sown in their life, I rebuke him away from that. Lord, I ask you angels to go around and surround them, but protect them. Lord, protect them. Protect them. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. All right, so praise God. Welcome to the family of God. So uh, let, me, uh, let me, what am I going do with this? I'm going to set this right here for just for a moment, see if it'll stay there. I don't know if it will. That's in my tripod. A little advertisement here. This is the uh, GC, the uh, Gospel Evangelist Church, is our church here in Boulder, and uh, it's called The True Study. Uh, first book, this is the first book, and uh, it's a truth. We're studying the truth, and uh, it's not a Bible study, but this book, there's going to be eight of these. This is number one. We have four of them printed. They're in the bookstore. Uh, you can buy the book at thebookpatch.com, thebookpatch.com, and then in the search bar on the top, it says Bookstore. You click on the Bookstore, and in the search bar, just type in GC True Study, and it'll pop up to you. And you scroll down the bottom of the page, you'll see all the, the three other books, four books all together. And uh, the, charge of the, pr- the charge of the book is no profit there. It's simply for uh, the printing cost. Uh, you'll have to pick up the uh, uh, shipping and handling charge. Uh, But what we've done there is we've given away actually to you who purchase it We've given away our profit margin. That's what we've done We've not added a profit margin to the book and uh, so that profit margin we're given to you So that it'll help you pay for your shipping and your handling. That's the idea Then uh, we do a class every morning from 7 to 8 boulder time mountain time and that's from uh, 7 a.m live stream live broadcasting to the world our class Our class uh, based on this book and the class is not a Bible study it's more of a edification exhortation and a comfort to the body of Christ Uh, it's an orientation to this book and uh, it's kind of a one of those things that I do to kind of kick you in the butt to get going (laughs) I sort of like you know get going let's go do something for God you know sort of thing and a lot of people don't like that. They don't want to do do anything for God, so that's why they don't come to class anymore. But those who want to do something for God, they often show up, and especially if you're feeling kind of slow and sluggish and not sure if you want to go out. I tell you, if you log on to our class, you will want to go out and go do something. You just will. Spirit of God is present in our class and present in this book. And the book is nothing more than a log book i'm a long-haul trucker of 40 years so i built it like a log book but i didn't do it the holy ghost showed me how to do it i mean i don't know what i'm doing i'm just following god so the first uh, and so the first uh first couple pages here are instructions on how to run this book instructions and then after the instructions uh let me the instructions then we have our log book and our log book records everything and uh, I'm not going to go into that right now, but it's a logbook. So most of the pages are a log book. Then we got some pages at the end to kind of end up the, round up the book. And uh, there's 65 classes per book. And uh, it trains you to get in, and trains you and gives you a tool or a huh, I usually call it pry bar to pry you, to get you, to motivate you to whatever word you want to use, to get into the Word of God and to study the truth. And then after you study the truth, it kind of makes you want to go out and give the Word of God away. So it does two things. It makes you seek first the kingdom of God and love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and body. And then secondly, it forces you to go out and love people like crazy. Love them with everything you've got. Love them. And then the next day you love God, then you go out and love people, love God, love people, love God, love people. And then you fulfill all the commandments of God. It's really simple to live for God. But if you get all twisted and turned up and some preachers try to tell you, you gotta do this, 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 and 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 this, you'll quit and sit down. That's how I would be. If God told me, or if God, some man told me how to do all these things, I'd give up. But I'm not giving up because God made it simple for me. Because I have to have it simple. Very, very simple. All right, so enough of that. That's my commercial for the True Study book and our class Uh, We what did we did this morning Is Monday we did class number 81 81 that's pretty cool, right 81 81 yeah 81 Uh, This book here. We're in book number two to this class here, and uh, that's kind of cool We'll go on three and four and things like that I also want to mention something else too on the book Uh, if you purchase book one you come to some of our classes, you really kind of commit yourself. Take a picture of the book that you just bought and send me that picture. Get on our email list to receive our Sunday prayer letter that we send out every uh, Saturday night, Sunday morning on the scriptures that we'll be preaching on. If you get on the email list, send me a picture and go to some of the classes. Uh, and you, That proves to me that you're serious, somewhat, uh, some, somewhat committed. It's enough to get you started, in other words. Uh, We will purchase book number two for you and mail it to you, no charge to you. We'll buy the book, no charge to you, and we'll pay for the shipping and handling, no charge to you, on book two. If you do what I just asked, those three things, get on the email list, send us a picture, and attend some of the classes. Amen? Great day all right so that's that's the book okay and uh all right so let's get into our sermon today uh this is part two monday acts acts number three and acts number four we're doing a review of these two chapters and actually all 28 chapters of the book of acts we went through every chapter one chapter per week for the entire year of 2023 uh seems kind of weird only 28 weeks 28 chapters but uh You know, things happen. So these last two weeks, we already finished it. Last week, we finished number 28 of, uh, you know, all the book. And now we're going to spend this week and next week in review, all right? And so this week's Sunday prayer list is December 17th Sunday prayer. It's called Acts 1 through Acts 14 Review. And our ministry this year, 2023, has been in the season called Signs. I'm reading this from my uh, little page here. <laughs> signs, miracles, wonders praise worship okay and right here it says part two monday <laughs> that's two this is monday and this is acts three or four okay praise god i got a testimony to give real quick before i get started you know we got to give testimonies so uh, uh normally i only have one cup of coffee in the morning at class and that's it but for some reason after the class i just had to have another cup of coffee i had two of them and uh, i'm a heavy water drinker i drink a lot of water and i go to the restroom before i leave the house because I don't take any breaks once I get to my God bless I don't take any breaks once I get to my corner, and uh, so I'm out here for a good solid four hours, no breaks. I get started, and I don't quit until it's time to quit. And uh, I was on the bus, and I noticed I said, Lord, I got to go to the restroom again. And uh, I've I usually try to have a restroom someplace nearby my corner, and also a place where cars can pull over. There's a parking lot back here. There's another one over there. And, uh, and it's easy for people to come over and talk to me. And so I, I didn't know there was a restroom here. I said, Lord, I don't know where there's a restroom at more than Table Mesa. And uh, he said, uh, and then all of a sudden, I saw this gas station here, the Clair gas station. And it's just a gas pump, stand. I mean, it's just a, you know, just a quick in and out type station. I said, Lord, I don't know if there's this, a bathroom there. So just go over there and ask him. And I said, all right. So I went in there, like the Lord said. I went and said, I told them my story. It says, here, use this restroom here. And they let me use your restroom. How about that? I was so excited. I praise God. I make sure I put a couple of gospel tracks in there too. <laughs> That's all. Isn't that wonderful? You yeah. know, If you need to go to the restroom, take care of personal needs, physical needs. Uh, that is not spiritual. Nothing spiritual about that, except you're hearing from God. But God takes care of our physical needs as well. I needed a restroom. Guess what? God provided. What does the Bible say? Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Right? I use that a lot because it's so important. People don't use it anymore. It used to be a real popular verse. Uh, There's been a lot of popular verses that I don't hear anymore. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That used to be a real popular verse. I don't hear that anymore either. I actually don't hear many any verses anymore I don't know what's going on in churches but I don't hear Bible verses come out of people's mouths anymore it used to be you know you talk to a Christian they come they'll say a Christian a verse now I do hear from some people who hang around me because they have learned that uh, we need to be talking about the Bible. John is a Bible person. John's a preacher, and he's all about Jesus. We better have some kind of a scripture or something or know what we're talking about in the Bible. You know, you know, I, you know just that's kind of how people, if they don't want to do that, they don't hang around me. Because, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> all right? So uh, let's get into Acts chapter three now, now that everybody's clicked off who doesn't wanna be here. So that's what I do, the first few minutes or 20 minutes or 15 minutes, whatever it is, I just talk about my life, about what's going on and stuff because I don't want curiosity people. Curiosity people are gonna condemn the Bible, they're gonna condemn God, they're gonna condemn me, they're gonna criticize, condemn, and just murmur and pick, pick apart the gospel. But when I just talk about my life, there's nothing much they can say. That's my life. There's nothing they can say about it. That's why I like doing it this way. But that's how I was led by the Spirit of God. Because people don't watch about seven to 10 minutes of the video, then they click it off. Yeah, I think nine minutes is the average watch time of all my hour long sermons. Nine minutes, average watch time. That's about all people can stand of Preacher John. <laughs> that's all I can stand of that guy, click off. It doesn't get to the point. There's a reason why I don't get to the point. There's a reason why I'm doing it. I'm telling you the reason. Because I don't want curiosity seekers around me go find somebody else who will give you some, throw you some stuff that you can pick apart and ridicule them. It's the way it is. So now we'll get into our sermon. Now that you've clicked off, that you're probably not here anyways. You're not hearing this, but that's why I do this. You know, I tell you what I used to do. I used to put chapters right where I would break and I would put see you later or something like that in the videos. I don't do that anymore. I just, I just let it go. I'm trying to, I got so much stuff going on that I don't have time to do everything I used to do. All right. So let's get into it. Uh, Chapter, let's see, with the book of Acts of the Apostles, chapter three, verse one. And the title of our sermon this today is Peter and John went up together. That's our title. Peter and John went up together. Right? Peter and John went up together. Now think about that title. That title becomes your seed that you can sow. You don't need to sow all of chapter 3 and all of chapter 4 today in your life. Because that's the fruit. And sometimes, uh, like a watermelon, it's big. Big watermelon. We don't eat. Don't you don't sit down and eat a whole watermelon. You eat a slice of it, and inside that slice are little black seeds, and every seed has a lot of watermelons. So you just want to find the seed. Well, our title is the seed that I'm sowing that you can receive. All right. It's cold. That wind is cold. All right. And the seed is uh, Peter and John went up together. Peter and John went up together together. Peter and John were both ministers, and they worked together in the ministry. You know, sometimes you're by yourself, like me, but the Lord's with me, and the Spirit of God has given me power to preach and to minister, and people do come around occasionally. Not very often, but occasionally, all right? So let's go to chapter 3 now. Now I'll read this. Now, Peter and John went up together, Right. Verse 1. Now, Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, be in the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful. Kind of a nice name to a gate, huh? That's called, that gate is beautiful. That's the name of the gate. To ask alms of them that entered the temple. You see, there were beggars then, just like there's beggars now. Maybe then they didn't fly a sign that said, help me. God bless you. <laughs> they're not really saying, they're just saying that to get people uh, to, you know, they're using God's name in the wrong way, using God's name to get, get money. Anyways, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple, who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. And Peter, fasting his eyes upon him with John, said, look on us, And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the hand and lifted him up, lift him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones Received strength. And he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God, and they knew that it was he who sat for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were all filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. And as the lame man, which was healed, held Peter and John, and all the people ran together unto them, Solomon's Oh, wait a minute, unto them in the porch that is called Solomon's, greatly wondering. When Peter saw it, he answered unto the people, Ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? Or why look at ye so earnestly on us? As though by your own power or holiness, we have made this man to walk. The God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob, the God of our fathers, hath glorified his son Jesus, his son Jesus, whom you delivered up and denied him in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. But he denied, but ye denied Turn the page. <laughs> but ye denied the, uh, but ye denied the Holy One, and the Just, and desired a murderer to be granted unto you, and killed the Prince of Life, whom God hath raised from the dead, whereof ye were witnesses. We are witnesses. Huh, how about that? And his name, through faith in his name, hath made this man strong. Whom you see and know. Yea, the faith which is by him hath given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. And now, brethren, I would that through ignorance you did it, as did also your rulers. But those things which God before has showed by the mouth of all his prophets, that Christ should suffer. He has so fulfilled. Verse 19. Repent ye therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord, and He shall send Jesus Christ, which he, which before was preached unto you, whom the heaven must receive until the times of restitution of all things, which God has spoken by the mouth of all His holy prophets, since the world began. For Moses truly said unto the fathers, A prophet shall the Lord your God raise up unto unto you of your brethren, like unto me. Him shall ye hear in all things whatsoever he shall say unto you. And it shall come to pass that every soul which will not hear that prophet shall be destroyed from among the people, yea. And all the prophets from Samuel and those that follow, after as many as have spoken, have likewise foretold of these days. Yea, no, ye are the children of the prophets and of the covenant which God made with our fathers, saying unto Abraham, And to thy seed shall all the kindreds of the earth be blessed unto you first God, having raised up his son Jesus, sent him to bless you and turning away every one of you from his iniquities. Chapter four. And as they spake unto the people, the priest and the captain of the temple and the Sadducees came upon them being grieved that they taught the people and preached through Jesus the resurrection from the dead. And they laid hands on them and put them in hold unto the next day, for it was now eventide. Howbeit many of them which heard the word believed, and the number of the men was about five (laughs) thousand. And it came to pass on the morrow that their rulers and elders and scribes and Ananias the high priest and K. Uh, K-I-F-S, K-I-F-S, oh, sorry and John and Alexander and many as were the <clears throat> uh, excuse me and as many as were the kindred of the high priest were gathered together at Jerusalem. <clears throat> now when they set them in the mist, they asked by what power or by what name? have you done this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, you rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if you, if, if we this day be examined of the good deed done to the impotent man, by what means he is made whole? Be it known unto you all, and to all the people of Israel, that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand here before you whole. This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which has become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled. They took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. Beholding the man which was healed, standing with them, they could say nothing against it. But when they had commanded them to go outside, go aside, out of the council, they conferred among themselves, saying, what shall we do to these men? For they indeed for that indeed a notable miracle hath been done among by them is manifest to all of them that dwell in Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. But that is spread no further among the people, let us straightly thre- threaten them. That they speak henceforth to no man in this name And they called them and commanded them not to speak at all, nor teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered and said unto them, Whether it be right in the sight of God to hearken unto you more than God, judge ye. For ye cannot speak, for we cannot speak the things which we have seen and heard. So when they had further threatened them, they let them go finding nothing how they might punish them because of the people. For all men glorified God for that which was done. For the man was above 40 years old, on whom this miracle of healing was showed. And being let go, they went to their own company and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said unto them. And when they heard that, they lifted up their voice to God with one accord, and said, Lord, thou art God, which hast made heaven and earth and the sea and all that in them is, who by the mouth of thy servant David has said, why did the heathen rage and the people imagine vain things? The kings of the earth stood up and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord, against his Christ, For a man, for a truth against thy holy child Jesus, whom thou hast appointed both Herod and Pontius Pilate and the Gentiles and the people of Israel were gathered together. For to do whatsoever thy hand, thy counsel determined before to be done. Verse 29, and now Lord, behold their threatenings and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak thy word by stretching forth thy hand to evil, no, to heal, sorry, to heal, stretching forth thy hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of that holy child Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spake the word of God with boldness, and the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and of one soul neither said any of them that aught of the things which he possessed was his own for they had all things common verse 33 and with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus and great grace was upon them all neither was there any among them that lacked for as many as were possess- possessors of lands or houses sold them and brought the prices of the things that were sold and laid them down at the apostles feet and distribution was made unto every man according as he had need and Joseph who was by the apostles was surnamed Barnabas which is being interpreted the son of consolation a Levite and of the country of Cyprus having land sold it and brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. Thank you, Lord, for the reading of your word. Thank you for chapters 3 and 4 in the word of God. Thank Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So, uh, the Holy Spirit wanted me to read three and four, not to really preach on it but to read it. Why? I don't know. He had me do that yesterday. Now today, will it be tomorrow? I don't know that. <clears throat> and the reason I had tears in my eyes is because my glasses are pulled down. These are prescription glasses. And the wind that's in my face makes my eyes water and it stung my eyes. Uh, The air quality in Boulder and the Front Range is very, very acidic and very, very bad and it actually burns my eyes. And uh, it's one of the reasons why you should wear glasses, one of many reasons why you should wear glasses out here. So, uh, do I care if somebody puts me down, cusses me out? tells me that I don't know what I'm doing, tells me I'm an ignorant idiot, that I'm stupid, that I'm a, whatever, all kinds of nasty names, or flips me off, or says that I'm wrong, or that Jesus is dead, or there's no such thing as Jesus, it's a mirage, it's a made up thing, it's a fairy tale, a god is dead, you can go on and on and on. There's only so many things people say after, I've heard them all. Does that affect me? No, <laughs> I could care less. That's their decision-making apparatus. That's how they've told you they don't want God, they don't want heaven, they want hell. That's what they want, fine. Their heart is so hard, they're already condemned, already condemned by their mouth. And when God reveals their life, they'll see, you're already con- I'm not condemning you and I'm not sending you hell, you did it yourself did itself when that runner ran by and he said what he said when all the cars go by and all the people walk by and they do what they do do I care nope not in the slightest am I gonna stop my preaching to go make sure there's born again nope I don't care the reason why because I can't save them I let the Holy Ghost convict their heart and if they're not convicted I can say whatever I can say anything I can say everything I can read the whole Bible to them but if they're not convicted in their heart to get saved they're not gonna get saved in fact the seed that you sow will fall on rocky ground it won't take root that's why you have to be filled with the Holy Ghost and move with the Spirit of God and the Spirit of God will show you where to stand it'll tell you who how to what to preach it'll tell you where to lay your hands It'll talk to you about devils to be cast. It'll do the Holy Ghost will do everything for you, through you, by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And his burden is light, not heavy. But if it's heavy for you, you're probably trying to do it on your own ability. And you're gonna quit. You're gonna fall away by the wayside. And if you fall away from the ministry, you're gonna probably fall all the way into sin. Yeah. Fall all the way into sin. So don't fall away, (laughs) simple as that. Stay in the Lord Jesus Christ. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lusts thereof, all right? So, uh, Lord, I thank you for this today. I thank you for allowing me to read the Word of God. I thank you, Lord, for giving me warm clothes to wear today and uh, even more in my pack. And I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing out here on the street. And I thank you for allowing me to lift a banner to preach the Word of God, to intercede for all the souls going by me. So I thank you for this part of the ministry, and we'll close this one off, and we'll start the next part of our ministry out here on the street. In your name, Jesus, we humbly pray. Amen and amen. All right? Let me take my book. Uh, Remember the truth study class tomorrow morning, 7 o'clock, every day, Monday through Friday, 7 to 8. God bless you, man. I love you very much. Take care.